This is Life Fitness Podcast episode, we think, 97. We're hoping. We're going to roll with it. <laughs> I did not feel necessary to research if I was we, correct or not. We just had a rambly pre-recording conversation. We're like, oh, hey, we yeah. should probably do a podcast. <laughs> well, I'm having that morning where I just feel like there needs to be seven more hours I need. I Yeah, I could use a 36-hour day this week, too. And I don't have 30 too. seconds to look up how many <laughs> episodes we recorded. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> when I, I walked here, because that calms you down. I love it. And I was like, you know, whenever you feel this way, it's like two days later, everything is fine. Yes. So. so you just got to walk through the muck to get through the smooth. Yeah. You know, you got to gotta sail through the waves to get right. to the smooth water. Yeah. And like some of the things that are, you know, clock quote-unquote clogging my schedule are also things I enjoy yes it's just there's a lot of things there's a lot of things yes well today we're gonna I remembered I think it was episode 61 and I only know that because I sent it to someone yesterday I'm like what how do you know 61 or 62 I was sending it to a client of ours Uh it was about strength training Uh and in that episode I did actually say we would return to this topic okay 30 episodes later good job us Um, it's just really hard to like pick a topic within that topic. There's of where to start. so many directions. We'll tell the topic. What is the topic? Yeah, so, and plus I'm constantly learning more on the topic because I'm getting a degree on the topic. Yes. So, um, but I wanted to talk about like when, when we talked earlier, we talked about how really understanding what your goal is when you're going into training yes and you know you have to know like is my goal a specific event is it a specific um for just weight loss is it just for health and fitness like mm-hmm. what is my goal you're trying to achieve a particular physique like, right yeah you have to understand what that goal is in order to then move to the next step which is okay how do I structure a strength training workout mm-hmm. if my goal is to run a marathon? Right. How do I structure a strength training workout if my goal is to build more muscle? Uh-huh. How do I structure it if I want to get, like, hella strong? Right. Right? Uh-huh. So, so they're, and they're not the same. Yes. Um, and so I thought I would talk about that specific part. Yeah. And it's fascinating. Like, there's, it's, It's yeah. very... I was thinking this morning as I was taking in just a bunch of info from one of my classes, I was like, when I started as a personal trainer in 2014 or 15, Uh I had like a pinky nails worth of information (laughs) compared to what I have now. Yeah. And I was still certified. Yeah. It just makes you come to like the realization that you really want to work with a professional that really knows their stuff. Yeah. Well, it's like when I got my massage license, I feel like I should give an apology to every person <laughs> I gave a massage to in the first year. Right? Like, I, I am sorry. Come back. I am better now. I like, you know, uh-huh. you just, but you can't get that experience without those exactly. people. So yeah. yeah. Kind of like when you started as a new Oh, 100%. Consultant. Yes. Like you knew the bare minimum, but uh-huh. you, you learned through experience more than anything. Absolutely. And what I have learned is that the experience makes me want to learn more data. Hashtag preach. Yes. So I think that, you know, experience is something, but education is something and they yeah. seem to meet in a crossroads. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I actually did, though, pull out notes from 2014. I was going to say, that's a notebook I've never seen. Yeah, this is a notebook (laughs) for when I got my ace personal training. Look at there's a picture. Which just proves the point that Brittany saves everything. Yes. I took new notes. Um, and then I was, as I was taking the notes, I'm like, these are the same notes I already have. I'm going to go find them because <laughs> this is wasting my time. Efficiency is important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, like I said, there are typically three main categories that we are going to categorize strength training. You have muscular strength, muscular hypertrophy, which is a fancy way of saying growing muscle. Get hella strong. Getting bigger. No, that'd be muscular strength. Oh, okay. So hypertrophy is just getting bigger. Yeah. Growing your muscle. Growing your muscle. Makes sense. This is the category for like bodybuilding, right? Wanting to put on size. Gotcha. Um, And I would honestly say that a lot of people are aiming for muscle hypertrophy Uh versus like strength and most people are like, I want to add more muscle. That's uh-huh. what you're doing. Uh-huh. Is that where that annoying word toning comes from? Yeah. I want to tone. Okay, go ahead. We're not going to do We're that. Not We're not going to talk about that. that. Okay. I'm not a fan. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and then the last one we have is muscular strength. Or sorry, I already said that. Muscular endurance. Uh-huh. And this could also go in the category as like overall health and fitness. Okay. Okay, so. So we have muscular strength, mm-hmm. muscular hypertrophy, and muscular endurance. Right. Beautiful. So endurance, we also know that word from endurance training or cardiovascular training. And so... Yes, that's my favorite. Yes, a good way to remember (laughs) what muscular endurance means is you're wanting to make the muscles stronger to help you become a better endurance athlete. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with muscular strength. Honestly, I think it's probably the least common goal for most people unless they're going to do like a power lifting meet i have cycled through muscular strength and muscular hypertrophy you can kind of do that as well where like for a period of time um Uh we would call this like periodized training so like you're gonna have maybe three months where your main objective is muscular strength and then three months or six months even, where your main objective is muscular hypertrophy. Okay. So you can kind of intermingle all uh-huh. of these. So muscular strength, this is going to be measured by the maximum amount of force that you can put onto a muscle. So think okay. like, I can do one rep of 285-pound deadlift. Uh-huh. Like, can't do 10 of them or but 15 I can do of one. them. But I can do one. And, like, your muscles are really uh-huh. working to get that one rep out. Okay. Um, so the program is going to focus on training intensity. So the workouts are okay. going to be shorter uh-huh. and more intense. Uh-huh. And you're going to have a lot more weight involved. Okay. Um, so frequency for... Uh, muscular strength is going to be we're looking at high intensity resistance training and it's going to require about 72 hours to repair that muscle group so you want like three days in between so you could be working on like let's say you're focusing on squats right Uh and the next day you could still train but you're not going to focus on any of that lower body movement because you're still recovering from squats maybe Uh the next day it's like bench press or shoulders okay Um, intensity, you're looking at 70 to 90% of your one rep max. Okay. So this is, and I would say with muscular strength, 
safety is a big thing. Oh, because, absolutely. you know, squatting a one rep max, you need to have someone around to help spot you. Uh-huh. Um, same with bench press. Like, there's a lot more injuries in this category. Which makes sense. Because of maybe a little carelessness or braveness. Yeah, or, or you're like, I can do it. Oh, yeah. crap, I can't do it. And I also, right now, in the age of the home gym, a lot of people just don't have the equipment to do yeah. muscular strength. Uh-huh. So repetitions so that's how many times we're going right uh-huh how many reps we're doing on average your workouts are going to be in the four rep range oh all so right for four reps that's about 90 percent of your max load okay um you could go to eight reps that's going to be about 80 percent of your max load so okay. we'll think in 100 pounds because that's it's easy, easy math so if you could do one rep for 100 pounds of a shoulder press mm-hmm. you're going to do 90 pounds instead for four reps okay or 80 pounds for eight reps uh-huh um and then in terms of sets, you're going to go for like three to four heavy sets, mm-hmm. um, but it's totally normal and recommended to do more sets beforehand that are much lighter just to warm up that muscle group. That makes sense. You don't want to go straight into a hundred pound overhead press. Uh-huh. You want to maybe start at like 50 pounds, do a set, like a set of 15 or so uh-huh. to really warm up the tissue. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times you'll see programs um, in muscular strength that are look that are going to be like one day where you're having squat patterns. So you're doing like squats, deadlifts, leg presses. Mm-hmm. You might have a day with like a lunge pattern where you're doing step ups or lunges. Um, sometimes they'll do a push pattern. So pushing. I like to think of push exercises as the muscles on the front side of my body uh-huh. where I'm pushing weight away from me, uh-huh. where a pull is going to be more the back side of your body or pulling weight towards you. Okay. So a push pattern would be like bench press, incline press, shoulder press, dips, mm-hmm. where pulling would be like seated rows, lat pull downs, pull ups, that yeah. kind of thing. So those are some different various patterns. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, last note on muscular strength. You're probably not going to train as many days per week because of that long 72-hour... See, my head goes, I'm going to be really sore. Yeah, you might be really (laughs) sore, too. So walks on the in-between days just Uh to help with recovery would be recommended. Yes. So the most popular category, even if you're not a bodybuilder, is programs designed for muscular hypertrophy. Yep. So here's where we want to grow muscles. Grow some muscles. We want to get toned. Uh huh. Um, so the whole point of muscular hypertrophy is you're trying to get the muscle fart, well, muscle fibers uh-huh. enlarged. Okay. Okay. So we have tons of teeny tiny muscle. Yep. Fibers, there's lots of them. And we're trying to get them to get bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to put this in like simple terms. Yep. Yeah, we need that. <laughs> so relatively high training volume with brief rests. I forgot to mention. Okay. Sorry, we're backtracking. Okay. Muscular strength. Uh-huh. Rest periods are long. In between your sets? Yeah. Okay. So, for if you're doing that four reps, mm-hmm. right, you're maybe going to take two to three to four to five minutes before uh-huh. you do your next set. Uh-huh. This is where people are scrolling and looking at... I was going to say, this is, this is where when I went to the gym, which I don't often do, but yeah, the people over there in the weight part, I'm like, they're just standing around. Yeah, they're actually (laughs) doing it on purpose. 
most likely, <laughs> because you do need those long rests. So for muscular hypertrophy, you're going to have rest periods that are a little shorter. I would say anywhere from one to two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I play tug of war with hops <laughs> or log my food or uh-huh. scroll through Instagram. <laughs> But I do look at my watch between sets because it's easy to scroll through Instagram and five minutes later. You're like, don't. Yeah. So I'll be like, okay, it's been 41 minutes. And then at 42 minutes, I'm going to go again. Uh Uh-huh. Just because I lose track of things. Yeah. Um, So typically, the weight loads are going to be a little lower than they were in the previous category. But the reps are going to be a little higher. Okay. Um, So frequency, you're going to have several sets. There's, you're going to work diff, many different exercises uh-huh. for different major muscle groups. Okay. So this is where some people will have like a six-day split because they're doing chest and triceps uh-huh. one day and back and biceps the next day. And okay. Quads and glutes. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're really splitting up muscle groups mm-hmm. because for muscular hypertrophy, it's recommended. And these are totally general recommendations. Uh-huh. Every person is very individual but uh-huh. it could be that you're doing four exercises per muscle group uh-huh for like four sets okay so that means i'm going to do like four different tricep exercises within my workout uh-huh and maybe four different shoulder exercises so that's a total of eight exercises in one workout right there okay and i'm going to do each one four times for the given amount of reps uh-huh i know we're like well i just i'm wondering I'm no i'm like i'm pro- processing is is the intention in doing more exercises to fatigue the muscle more mm-hmm. so then it has to rebuild itself? Yep. Okay. And I will say, in the mo- so getting a muscle pump is important for muscular hypertrophy. Mm-hmm. So this is when you'll hear like bodybuilders uh-huh. and meatheads. Or yeah. uh-huh. I got a good pump. <laughs> so you want to get all that blood flow to that muscle group uh-huh. and doing different exercises you're going to change the angle that you work that muscle you're going to change the weight Mm -hmm. um you might have one where it's like overhead where if we did four exercises all overhead like we're now fatigued to a point where we might injure ourselves Mm -hmm. so kind of changing up the angle the degree and hitting it from different directions Mm -hmm. is going to still get you that muscle pump but nice have a less chance of like injury nice um and overuse right Mm -hmm. like if i just did concentrated bicep curls the tendon in my elbow would just get like super angry yeah um because of overuse injuries yeah so uh frequency is where we were at so again like you have 72 hours of that remodeling phase between so that's where recovery is important so if you're working your shoulders every single day like it's never going to have time to rebuild itself so now you're just working fatigued muscles that Mm -hmm. need rest yeah yeah so it's good to have that 72 hours between muscle groups um, unless you're just not working it as intensely, mm-hmm. then you might be able to, you know, get away with less. So intensity, we spoke of earlier. For muscular hypertrophy, we're looking at 70 to 80% of your maximum rep. Mm-hmm. So I like to tell people that if, if, you, if it says to do 12 reps, 
The last two, you're just not sure if you're going to be able to do them. Uh-huh. But you can. Okay. And the last one, you still have good form. Uh-huh. But, like, you couldn't do another one with good form. Oh. So that's how you know this is the appropriate amount of weight. Okay. Some A friend texted me over the weekend, and he was like, so how do I know if this is too much weight or not? And uh-huh. I said the exact thing. I'm like, well, can you do 12 reps? The last two are really hard, but you still have good form. It's like, what if my form went at like four reps? I'm too like, heavy. That was too much weight. Try again. <laughs> um, so again, for muscular hypertrophy, you'll either see like an eight range, an eight rep range, or maybe a 12 rep range. It is, you'll see a lot of like four sets of 12 with muscular mm, hypertrophy. Okay. Um, I normally will periodize my training a bit. So I'll start with like four sets of 12, four sets of 12. In the next couple weeks, I'll do five sets of eight. You're still doing the same amount, uh-huh. but maybe I can go just a little bit heavier because I'm only doing eight reps instead of 12. Uh-huh. That's the uh-huh. idea. Makes sense. So like I said, four or more exercises for each major muscle group and three to four sets of each exercise. Nice. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Just making sure I know. So rests are short, like I said, 30 seconds to two minutes max. Mm-hmm. Um, people can either like superset their exercises where you're gonna do like shoulder, triceps, rest, shoulder, tricep, rest, or you could do just that one exercise, rest, uh-huh. do that exercise again, uh-huh. it four times in a row. Uh-huh. I like to work opposing ex- muscle groups together uh-huh. so that I can take a little longer break. The uh-huh. whole point of that break is so that you can do it again. Right. Like that's the take home. Why do I need to rest? Uh-huh. Well, if you don't need to rest, you're not using enough weight. Right. Because... You should need to rest in order to do it again mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that. Yeah, that makes that sense. Up. Yep. So that's why I like to do like a shoulder exercise and then a tricep and then a rest. So now my shoulder has rested through the triceps and through the rest period. And now I can go back. Uh-huh. Obviously, there's some exercises that it's going to work multiple months. Of course. Yeah, you get so. a little recruitment. and yeah. Right. So the final one is for muscular endurance slash health and fitness. Uh So this is just like for that person who knows they should do resistance training, (laughs) isn't super excited about it. Angie. This is Um, for Angie. (laughs) Or they're trying, they're pairing it with an endurance goal. Mm -hmm. Um, So for this one, you're going to use the lightest amount of weight. Mm -hmm. So we kind of started at the heaviest and worked our way down. Uh Uh-huh. The frequency is, well, we're trying to improve muscular fitness, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to at least, at the very, very least, do these workouts twice a week. Uh-huh. But more often, we'll recommend three times a week. Okay. If you're doing this strength training workout one time a week, uh-huh. you're just never going to progress. Uh-huh. It'll be like you start over almost every time. Uh-huh. It's not totally right. 100% but, true. Right. No, I see your point. Yes. Repetition is important. It's kind of like... If you meet your macros one time, one time a week, like what it, the uh-huh. benefit there is small, uh-huh. but it's still better than overeating every day. Yes. Um, so intensity. I'm just gonna read what I wrote because I didn't read it beforehand. So it's probably be easier. Uh, inverse relationship between the amount of resistance being used and the number of reps. So you want to work on the targeted t- 
targeted muscle to fatigue at the end range, right? So okay. like we're gonna work much longer mm -hmm. than we did. We're not gonna do just four reps. We're gonna do more like 15 to 20 reps. Uh huh. See, and part of me is like, I should just do the other one because then you get done faster. But you have to rest longer. I know, but then you gotta rest, and I'm like, who has time for that? <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're working. The end range, we're going to be in our anaerobic energy system because mm -hmm. we're really starting to feel that tiredness because, like, 20, 20 squats can take it out of you, Yes, right? yes. Um, and so... And you lose count. Yeah, and you lose count. It's a real <laughs> thing. Like, I had this one section of my workouts this morning that is just my least favorite, uh -huh. and I don't count them. I time them because oh. I just can't count to 23 uh -huh. times, apparently. Yeah. Um, so repetitions, you're going to be well, we're working in that 60 to 70% of your one rep max. Okay. okay. So if you can squat 100 pounds, mm -hmm. you're only going to squat 50 pounds, uh -huh. for example. Maybe it's just your body weight even. So if it is that 50 pounds, then we're probably going to be in that 12 to 14 rep range. But if you're just doing body weight, uh -huh. it might be like 20 to 25 reps. Okay. So it's just depending on the weight that you're using. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to do like... This is where everyone, but every source is going to say something a little bit different. You can do it in a circuit where you don't ever really take a rest, but you're never working the same muscle back to back. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Or you could take really brief rests of like, again, 60 seconds to two minutes uh -huh. because you're working so many more reps than you were in bodybuilding. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. So a couple of examples is you could focus, you're going to want to focus because you're not doing this workout as frequently, only two to three times a week, uh -huh. they should be full body workouts Okay. so that you're working all the muscle groups two to three times a week. Uh huh. You, like I said, you could do it in a circuit. Um, I like to, with some of my clients, I'll do a full body workout, but I will without them really knowing I have one day is focused on like push exercises and the next one is focused on more like pull exercises okay so they're still working their upper body and their lower body but one day it's more like back exercises and hamstrings and the next day it's like shoulders and arms and quads uh-huh so they're still kind of broken up differently mm -hmm. um you could also just do the exact same workout three times that mm -hmm. would be okay too mm -hmm. um you want most most op the best benefit you're gonna get is going to be if you start with those larger muscle groups and work your way down. Okay. You're not gonna do triceps first. You uh -huh. wanna do like squats or deadlifts, and then maybe your back and your shoulders, and then your arms, and then maybe abs or something. Okay. But just working with the biggest muscle groups because typically those are gonna recruit other muscles. Right. There are very few. Um, compound movements like a squat or a deadlift that, that you get only one work. muscle <laughs> exactly if no. the weight's on your shoulders your shoulders are involved your back's involved your core's involved uh-huh um I would also, with a frequency of only two to three times a week I would avoid putting exercises in there that are very concentrated uh -huh. so like a bicep curl uh -huh. or like a calf raise like uh -huh. go for things that work more than one muscle group uh -huh. maximize your time in the gym since you're only there two to three times or at home uh -huh. yeah no, nobody's in the gym right now I, i'm in a gym at home uh -huh. so <laughs> it just depends on where you're at 
Um, but I would go back if you haven't and listen to our previous ep- episode. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's 61 or 62. Uh-huh. And we just talk about training for your goal. Mm-hmm. Because the first step in utilizing any of this information is understanding why you're in the gym. Yeah. It's like with any goal. Why mm-hmm. are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Right. Because you're going to get the best benefit from it if you know how to program it correctly mm-hmm. or if you ask a coach or trainer to mm-hmm. help you. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned this to you before the podcast and after and during our last one, but also I think it's really important to kind of separate out that cardio training from that endurance training. Yeah, cardio from the strength, yes. Thank you. My brain is overloaded this morning. Um, So maybe, you know, if you're only going to do a strength workout two times a week, that gives you five other days you can do cardio. Uh Like, leave the cardio alone on your strength days and just focus on, like, today... I'm going to make my body stronger. Yeah. Like, that is my goal. I'm going to do my strength workout. I'm going to put all my energy into it. Uh-huh. And then tomorrow, I can put all my energy into going for a run or a walk or uh-huh. skipping. I don't know. Whatever. whatever. whatever you yeah. Do. But um, just because of, and someday we will talk about it. Uh-huh. It's uh, not today. Not today. But just because you're going to get the most, ma- the maximum amount of results if we do it that way. Uh-huh. There's a lot of enzymes and protein synthesis and all this stuff yeah. that um, work differently with cardiovascular and endurance training. And when we do it all at the same time, one is going to get favored over the other. Uh-huh. At which point it's almost like you're wasting uh-huh. a little bit of time there. Yeah. Because you just like... Uh, overrid what uh-huh. you're trying to do. Right. But there's always a benefit. Like that is the thing, you know, in our course right now we're talking about is like there's always a reason to exercise. Yes. Um, and when people will be like, well, I'm just going to skip this workout because it's not like I can work out very long anyways. Mm-hmm. Like anything you do yep. is going to give you a stimulus, which is going to... Any any minutes of movement is better than yeah. no minutes. Anything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think we will in the future talk about the different types of cardiovascular training mm-hmm. and when to use which kinds. I uh-huh. think that, that would be something people would benefit from too. Agreed. Because there's... You know, long, steady state, slow. Yeah. There's hip training. There's high intensity stuff. Yeah. So understanding when to use those is also. Yep. So. Good job. Okay. Good job, ma'am. Made it through it. <laughs> and I'm sure there might have been some things left out that you're wondering, and at which point you could ask this. Ask question the question, and we'd be happy to answer it. Episode 100. Uh huh. Is coming up. Uh-huh. And we are going to do a Q and A. It's going to be so fun. Questions so far. So uh-huh. I told Armando. It's okay if the 100th episode's a little longer than 30 minutes, right? Because <laughs> we've gotten some questions. Uh-huh. So if you have any, email them or Facebook message Angie or I. Yep. Um, Armando will ent- enter our email addresses into the show notes Show notes, mm-hmm. so that you can do that. Um, because everyone who submits a question, their name is going in a hat. Whoa. And we're going to draw a name for a prize. Dun, dun, dun. So you want to send you want in. question. You want in. All right. Well, Angie, what was the best thing you ate this week? The best thing I ate this week was a uh, little individual pizza that I cooked in my air fryer oh, on Friday night. Pizza we had uh, Emerson's best friend came over and spent the night, and we did, like, 
I got English muffins mm -hmm. and gluten-free English muffins and all the pizza toppings and, and they everybody made their own little pizzas nice. and it was it was fun and it was novel and delicious and awesome. yeah it was really I did good. cook some french fries in my air fryer uh -huh. and this time I put the least amount of effort into them and they turned out the best really all I did was cut them up Put them in the air fryer and put salt on them. Uh-huh. 20 minutes and they got like super crunchy and... Oh, didn't soak them, huh? No, I I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm still... Because I'm still... We're I still messing with it. I think the key is cutting them the right size. Okay. Yeah. And my air fryer, I think, is set to 425 for 20 minutes. Okay. Is what it cooked them at. Uh-huh. Every air fryer is different. Yeah. I would imagine. Well, you can but. adjust the temperature and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. I just so. went with the default setting. I pushed air fry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it, and I cut them pretty small. Uh-huh. So Nora's like, some of them are like hollow inside. I'm like, have you never looked inside your french fry? Like, <laughs> a restaurant? Re they're hollow, you know? Uh-huh. Anyways. Well, the best thing I drank Ooh. this week was, so over the summer, we had this gigantic bag of cherries someone gave us that I knew we weren't going to eat in time. Uh-huh. So I made Ashley and Nora help me pit them. Oh, golly. Pitting cherries is a chore. Uh-huh. So it's a big gallon Ziploc full of them. Uh -huh. So I put like five, no, six cherries and uh -huh. some ice and Diet Doc chocolate protein powder. It was like, it was delicious. Oh, and blended it up. Yep. Mm -hmm. Nice and smooth. It's actually in my backpack in a little hydro flask. Nice. It stays icy all day. Right on. So yeah, it was good. It was different. The so it's funny, the Diet Doc protein powders, I like them all for different things. Uh-huh. And chocolate, the only way I really like the chocolate one... Is mixed is, with fruit? Was mixed with berries. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. I Because the peanut butter brownie overtook the chocolate. Oh. And now, yeah, so. Mm -hmm. The vanilla, it's best in like oatmeal or with PB Fit. Uh-huh. But the chocolate, it's good with berries. <laughs> So. You, good to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we will see you for episode number 98. Angie is going to talk about gut, gut health. health. Dun, dun, dun.